This is the Caps Lock Energy Podcast. He is such a legend for that, in a bad way. And welcome to the Caps Lock Energy Podcast. Yeah! Episode yeah. two, my dudes. We're it's in an arena. Sequel. There's so much. There's so many people here. Oh my <laughs> god! Hey, absolutely a fan base entirely of our own imaginations up here. <laughs> people are calling us from the Make a Wish Foundation. Everybody wants us. Yes, we listened to that first step. It was amazing. <laughs> As predicted, we have blown up. <laughs> How you doing today, man? Yeah, I'm doing good. Sun shining. I mean, doing podcasting is still very fun, but still a little weird. But you know, I'm I'm like happy about it. I'm excited that our voices are becoming a product now. <laughs> it would, yeah, know? it would be it would be a little troublesome if you would have burnt out at episode one. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to do this anymore, man. <laughs> First episode, it was really tough. <laughs> Yeah, man, get that, get that burnout. How, how about yourself? How are you doing? Um, you mentioned that there's sun where you are. Yes. Yes. So it is gray and raining, and it just sucks. Everybody's depressed. So it's still just a regular day here in Iceland. But uh, I did do, I did do a, a nice gymnastics class earlier today, which was oh, yeah? very nice. Yeah, we were doing some parkour, and I cleared this two meter long box, and nobody else wanted to do it. So I got some. I got uh, yeah. I'm I'm sorting on that high that I can jump over a box. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call me the box man. <laughs> I don't think I will, but I'm okay. happy for you. That's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> yeah. Been ages since I've 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 done gym stuff. I I was you know getting into that just before lockdown started, but um, yeah. Since since then it's just been basketball and basketball alone. I was that's good though. Yeah, playing some hoops yesterday. Um, I'm a bit of a post player, and people don't really expect that, and so it's just a very physical game. Um, a post player? Uh-huh. So, what does that mean? Yeah, so in, in basketball, um, you get like big guys like um, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, like Shaquille O'Neal, say. Yeah, thank who, you for dumbing who it down Who are like, me. generally <laughs> quite tall and strong and like face away from the basket and just use basically their weight to push people back, basically. Oh, okay. And then they get close to the basket, turn around and score. That's kind of the player I am. As I say, I'm, I'm a man of some heft, so I can, I can usually like move people around in that sort of area. Um, but yeah, people are usually expe- expecting people for me to like run around or whatever. It's that's it's yeah, surprised. that's exactly that's exactly what I think when I think basketball. I don't imagine somebody standing and just stonewalling somebody and just yeah. So so that's a post player. Or, yes. Well, okay. I mean, it's the thing I like about basketball. It, it's just you know, uh, loads of body types can do it, and you know, everybody can be kind of useful in that in that scheme. You know. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's a stereotype that it's only played by tall people, but like, you know, just take the NBA for example. There've been folks like Muggsy Bogues and Isaiah Thomas who are, you know, uh, five foot five, five foot one, who have been really, really successful. So how how um, tall are you? How tall am I? I'm about six two. 
I mean, six. on my dating profile, I say 6'2". I think in reality, I'm just a little bit more than 6'1". Oh, six wait, you're, wait, you're doing feet? Yeah. Wait, you don't use the metric system? Oh, we we do, but like... You it, just don't. It's just, it, I mean, it's so inconsistent here. I mean, there are some things we, like, we, we use miles for distance, but we, for like, as you're driving, but we use like centimeters to just measure other what? things, you know? No, what? But, no. And, but we use feet to measure height, but we use, you know, like, If you're Celsius, going to use, okay, so like, I'm going to alienate a bunch of our listeners here, but if you're uh -huh. going to use the imperial system... Yeah. Uh, or the inferior system. Right. <laughs> uh, right. Like they, at least in America, they use that all day, all day long. That's You're true. switching it out and yeah. using it for some things and not all. Though, though I will say, honestly, I've got a hard disagree with you on that one. Like, in all honesty, using it like there's some things that the metric system clearly better. Like Celsius, the better, the better temperature. For, I agree. For sure. But I, for height, I must say Imperial's better. I, I think it is so much easier to, like, see differences in height, you know, because, like, someone who's, uh, like, six foot, for instance, is about 185 centimeters, whereas someone who's seven foot one is about 210. And it's, like, it's so hard to tell the difference in if you're using centimeters. Yeah, but if, but I, if you're using imperial, you can see like the actual distinct differences in that. I, I cannot, think. I cannot get behind the foot thing. It's the how many <laughs> is it like? If you're at like twelve inches, then yeah. that's a new foot. Yes. Yes. See, yeah. I don't, I don't like this. I feel like I'm being imprisoned in a math test when I, yeah, I'm five foot eleven. Yeah. Okay, but like in centimeters, please. I, <laughs> you're you're five feet to me. All right. Well, <laughs> n next time I measure myself in the mirror, I'll make sure to get out some measuring tape. I'll let you know. I I think I think last time I checked, I think I was just under one ninety or something. Oh, you are way taller than me. I'm one seventy three. I'm small. Oh, okay. I'm okay. a I'm a small person, and <laughs> not just. Physically, but also mentally. <laughs> also in your soul. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to talk today about Snorri's small and insignificant soul. Uh, we're here to talk about a subject that's relevant to many of our listeners. We're here to talk about group project stories from hell. Okay? Oh my god. Yes. I'm, I'm so into this, man. Everybody <laughs> has one, and right. many have at least two. Yes. Um, there's just like there's nothing quite as anxiety inducing and hefty with workload like an anticipation for a workload like yeah. when some when the teacher says that there's a group project Ugh. with a bunch of people and they are assigning you to like a you can't work with your friends yeah and you have to do it with a bunch of tossers <laughs> For lack of a better term. I mean, thankfully, you know, Snorri and I, we work really well together. Like, this this podcast itself could be considered a huge group project. I'm and in that case, that. and in that case, I would like to say that I'm being a... I'm the bad group. I'm in full-time <laughs> uni. I don't have all the time to work on everything. But uh, yeah. just know that uh, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a team player. I'm a team player. And if you make a group horror story about me, then I'm walking out. 
that I'm walking out, okay? Well, we'll have to see. I mean, you know, we'll have to see how this goes. But, you know, the tea can be spilled. Oh, my this, God. This is the thing. We need the ratings, gotta... man. <laughs> yeah, we've got to have a feud on air. This is, this is the only <laughs> way we're going to drive that engagement. Got to be absolutely feuding. Um, so, uh, so I've got a couple of stories here for us. So I'm going to start off this first half. Uh, and then we're going to he- hear from Snorri on the second half. Um, but I'd like to start you off um, <laughs> with something that happened to me uh, while I was at university. So this is one uh, where we were doing what was called the Columbia Project. So we were working, I was doing this module called Branding Latin America. So it was all the ways in which uh latin american countries sort of uh put themselves in the world as far as uh tourism as far as trade goes um uh this was part of my degree in in politics and international relations by the way it's a very subtle name drop there very very dry <laughs> um that module was quite fun though because, oh, because okay. basically you know throughout my time um i tried to do modules in like the various language departments because I'd always wanted to study film, uh, yeah. but film modules, they were, like, ex- very exclusive. Like, you had to have done all these prerequisites, and you had to, like, spend a whole term on them. So I just preferred going to the language department. So I know all about, like, German film and Italian photography. That's really um, cool, though. Yeah. I'd love so to it, pick your brain about that. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. I, I'm yeah. saying random European cinema is a thing. That, that surprisingly came out of my university experience. But anyway, I was working in this module called Branding Latin America, and we had to uh, do this presentation um, about Colombia's tourism campaign. And I, get, I got put with this really, really eclectic bunch. I got put with uh, myself, um, this other guy uh, who was like from Croydon, but had a girlfriend in Colombia. And honestly, he dressed like he was in Narcos, like, full time. (laughs) He had, like, fully unbuttoned shirt to the navel, three gold chains, all time. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Like, he dressed with some swag. Um, We had him, and honestly, like, the quietest person I've ever met. Like, she was so hard to get a hold of. She was, like, contributed nothing and was so quiet. And I was, like, hoping above hope that this is one of those quiet people who, like, come out of nowhere and, like, actually, like, put in a bunch of work. She was not. She was just quiet and didn't have any ideas. Just just super passive. Yeah. Um, And it was so funny because this module happened right as lockdown started. And so we were originally supposed to do an in-person presentation, uh, but they decided to just do it in video form. And so we each recorded videos of ourselves um, (laughs) in our own houses doing this presentation about Colombia's tourism campaign. So I do mine. I'm, you know, kind of boring. You know, it's fine. (laughs) I I present my heart out about the various ways in which, you know, uh, these campaigns infer materialistic and ideological meaning or whatever. Anyway, we get on to the, the guy from Croydon. He, he gets out, of course he is absolutely decked out in pretty much, I can only assume, all the jewellery in his house. He's Put on got, extra. Yeah. 
he's got two two-pack posters behind him oh, he's really go. great um and then oh this quiet lady do you know you know um in monsters inc that that slug lady you know yeah the, i'm watching you mike was asking <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A combination of the mic quality and her voice made her do this whole five minute speech painstakingly slowly in oh. that voice. Well, at least that's buying time, though. Did you have like a time frame that you needed to fill out? I mean, just... I mean, no. Like we we'd like we'd like timed it out, and she went like three minutes over <laughs> what oh. she was supposed to do. <laughs> like we neither of us struggled. Um, filling up the time, but yeah, that was. F- oh, we still got a first on it though. Um, but no, truly <laughs> insane was that Columbia project. Um, it was just one of those times, um, where you just get paired with the most random people. Yeah, right. You were just a bunch of. You're like the Breakfast Club, but only three of you. <laughs> one yeah, person yeah. who's just decked Tru- out in truly chains. Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. That's, right. that's how I. I <laughs> A danger to ourselves and, you know, the rest of the universe, frankly. Yeah. It's funny that you, uh, you know, made the comparison that she was the slug lady because she would probably, she would do a lot of work. She's always talking about Mike Wazowski not doing the work. (laughs) She was you. Yeah. 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 I'm the slug lady, really. (laughs) (laughs) It, It reminds me, actually, of another story I have. Um... So this was for another thing called uh, for uh, uh, when we were doing China. So we were doing a, a study about Chinese environmental impact and environmental politics. That's actually uh, really interesting. So I'm excited. I'm grabbing popcorn. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about cop goals. Let's go. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it was it was really interesting, and I really got into it. But this this was one where I ended up doing about ninety percent of the work. Oh, because no. the guys I were with were like such incredible stoners, basically. Oh. And it was it was one of those modules where the teacher was like, if it turns out one person has done all the work, you get penalized, which right. is supposed to incentivize people who are like lazy to come in. But more often than not means the person who inevitably does do the work to have to hide their tracks in just incredibly circuitous ways, right? Mm-hmm. So... You know, I I did most of the content, but you know it was it you know I said to one of them uh, that they should do the PowerPoint for it, right? That's and, easy. Yeah, That's it's, easy. it's pretty easy, right? And I gave them about five days to do it. Oh my! And God. it got to the last day, and they hadn't do it, and they said, "No, no, no it's fine, it's fine." Um, and <laughs> then I get a text at about one or two a.m when I was still working on the content. And she's like, yeah, so actually, so I went to the club this evening and my dealer gave me some bad MDMA. And like, I am out. She said, she said I'm, I'm like, I cannot do this presentation because she was having a really bad trip, basically. It's always great when they're, they're sending you a text message from the club yeah it's like project like like, that's on their mind no way i have a powerpoint tomorrow (laughs) oh no i was like what what was your plan originally here that you were gonna go to the club 
but get wasted something... and then come back and do a powerpoint <laughs> right yeah yeah just <laughs> that was a, worth like pulling a red eye grade. as it like, were mm. But anyway, the thing is, uh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, I, yeah. I I, think I have ADHD. I think I do. So I need a deadline to push myself. Like, I had something to do yesterday, finished uh -huh. it yesterday uh -huh. so that I could finish it. I had, I, I, I did it, like, seven hours before. I just need to do it, like, I need to make the final touches on the day because that's just how my brain works or else, or else I'm just, like, directionless. I don't like doing things, like, two weeks before yeah. it's due, you know? Yeah. So I kind of understand where they're coming from, but that's just bad. <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I totally get I, I am one of these people. I am a bit of a relentless planner. So I really like doing things ahead of time. I, I hate working under pressure, under any sort of pressure at all. I like being able to like spend or like think about it do it for two hours and then play some video games and then do it you, you know what i mean i yeah, don't I like that. it where i have to spend like a whole day doing it because i just get so mentally fried um but yeah yeah um <laughs> it reminds me okay so my third and the final story <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of it so this was when i was in high school this was in my high school Ooh. debate club so this was like a bit of an impromptu thing, right? Um, like our school didn't really have a formal debate club, but um, I, so I so I grew up in this in this kind of rural part of England called Buckinghamshire, and just the name alone should give you the kind of idea of what kind of county this was. There were like really high class private schools that millionaires sent their kids to, like all over. We got like Stowe, we got like with that kind of thing. And um, anyway, usually what they would do is they would have a four school um, debate competition. And these were all private schools. And they would get uh, the MP uh, of, our, of our area, who was quite a prestigious person in, in the sort of political sphere at the time, to come and judge it, right? Um, but uh, one, of the, one of the private schools dropped out. And so they decided on the sort of hierarchy of schools to go one down. So I was in a grammar school, which in England is like, it's still a state school, but you have to pass a test to get in. So it's like still somewhat fancy. Okay. And anyway, so we got invited. So they were like scrambling. It's like, we have to create a team. Uh, so they just asked a bunch of people and I sort of volunteered. And it was, you know, uh, like year 13s and year 12s, they're sort of just before graduating. So they're like mm -hmm. 17, 18 and 16 year olds. Thank you. <laughs> and um, anyway, uh, we, we got that together. And the format of it was that everyone had a first round. So you had a first team. And if your team lost, then that was it. But if you won, then your second team would come in basically. So your okay. second you had a second team that would only debate if the first team won in the first place basically. And so I was on that second team with two year 12ers. Um so the the, the year below us. Two two 16-year-olds. And um <laughs> we were sure we were going to lose because yeah. they had given us literally the worst topics. They were like you have to argue against the European Convention on Human Rights, and you have to oh. argue against oh, letting no. child refugees into the UK. <laughs> I 
that's the that's the cons of doing these it's like you never know what you're gonna get it's like a bad box of chocolates yeah so um in the end what we decided to do is the, the good thing was the debate was about like a specific law or a specific amendment and so we could say, well, we're against this because actually we want, like, more child refugees. We want more human rights. Like, um, they were expecting us to come out here and be like, we hate immigrants kind of thing or whatever. <laughs> but we were just like, we love immigrants. We want more of them. You hate immigrants, actually, kind oh, of thing. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Uno was... reverso. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up winning the first round of it. Um, but... Uh, yeah, then the second round comes around, and one of our year 12ers straight up didn't show up. Then the second one, who, who's with our team, says, okay, so I have incredible stage fright, so I'm just going to write this prepared statement that I wrote for him. He said, I'm just going to read that and say nothing else. Like, we're expected to take questions. He said he oh. just is not going to do that. So... And how many also, people? How many people were there? Like so, in attendance in the audience, uh, about hundred people or so. Um, That's still a bunch for people that are not used to it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I get it, but like, and also, so we had to have three people in our team. So we had to call up someone from the first team who had not researched this topic, oh. and so basically, it got to the question time, and it was literally all me. And as I was answering these questions, I had to write the closing statement for this person who hadn't researched it at all. Oh, so my to, God. No. Be, but here's the thing. I absolutely killed those questions. You really I, did? Oh, yeah. damn. I'm someone who's really good at thinking on their feet. Like, that is, like, one of my main skills. Um, and so, yeah, we, we ended up winning the bish. Um, hey. you know, I, it's like I basically soloed the whole thing. I was like <laughs> managing these two people as I was answering questions. Um, so yeah, it was it was very funny. But you must but, be a you must be a great debater. Yeah, for sure. It's we, it's a very proud moment of mine. We should do like a debate episode where I just get absolutely <laughs> just <laughs> fucked <laughs> debate <laughs> debate wise. Yes, this comedy podcast takes. A that would be really hard good. right turn into being a serious <laughs> debate show like absolute pivot wow well oh my god okay so you have a you've had so many group projects that have ended with uh some some sort of an experience where most of mine have just been like we survived a group project it's always the same relief where <laughs> i just have like a I, yeah I, I feel like i i haven't been around that corner as many times as you have but i do have i do have some i some mean good ones. it's an emotional roller coaster every time um, it is though it is <laughs> we, we're gonna take a little bit of a break but afterwards we'll hear more of um snorry stories snorry stories snorry stories And we're back, baby. <laughs> How was the break for you, man? Oh, I had a great time. Centered myself, found inner peace, found enlightenment. You know, I really came to a, a great place in myself in those solid two <laughs> minutes we took there. Yeah, I just went to the bathroom. <laughs> That's nice. all I did. That's all I did. I uh, I centered myself, uh, sat on the toilet, and that's what I did. Wow. 
I'm so glad. I'm happy for you, man. Right? <laughs> okay, so we're talking about group project horror stories, and it's my turn? Yes, it is your turn. You have the floor, you have the mic, you have my attention. Oh, my God, it's all I've ever wanted. Okay, <laughs> so the first one that I want to go over is uh, we were doing this group project, me and my girlfriend. This was back in 2014 or 15 where we were in high school, and we were doing a psychology assignment where we had to do, like, a, an experiment, like a, a just, just checking out the mannerisms of people in different circumstances. And, and the thing is, we were just put together, me and Nanna, my girlfriend, we were put right. together with this random dude who was, like, three <laughs> years younger than us. And, like, at that time, three years is, like... Seven years to me now. Like it's, I'm 27. It's huge, like in high school, like it really age is. differences. So you don't want to hang out with someone, you know. Whereas these days, you know, you're 27. I'm, you know, I'm 23. Like yeah. if we were in high school at the same time, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even recognize me. You know, you wouldn't yeah. even see me. It's, <laughs> it's crazy a totally, to think. totally different league, as it were. <laughs> and now I'm just like, hey, <laughs> you're 36. We're the same age, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really it's really interesting. So so we got this random dude that was just like I don't want to be here. Oh, <laughs> just, that's the worst. Hey, fuck school. <laughs> I mean, uh, at some point, it's like we know you don't want to be here. Like at a certain point, like we get it. It's it's like those people who like whenever you mention, oh, I had a really great moment with sports. Will love to say, I hate sports, kind of thing. You know, oh it's yeah! Just like, okay. <laughs> I don't really like the thing that you like, and yeah, we, a... I have to like everything that other people like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so me and Anna, we we come up with this for the brainstorming session. It was just me and her. It was just me and her because we, you know, we were just always together. So we came up with this idea to do something in a store, and we did it. So Nana was conducting the experiment, and while I was writing the data, and uh -huh. it was really cool. And then we wrote like. We did, we did literally everything. I'm not even joking. And then we had to present it. And I actually think that the guy forgot that he was in the same group project as us. So he just kept sitting down. I could be wrong. This is long ago. And Nana doesn't even remember this. Like right. she doesn't. But I had so much furious hatred for this person. I was so <laughs> mad that they were just like, me. <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, dude, you're in school. Like, you don't have to be here. You can start working on your rap album or whatever the heck you want to do. Um, so yeah, we just uh, we did the presentation. It went really well, and I and I I really hope that I'm not misremembering this. It could be that it could be like a I'm the main character <laughs> ideology here, but I think that. We actually wrote that this guy did jack shit. I think. Damn, I, you called this ass out. Ha, have you never done that before? Like, I mean, uh, you you know what? There's a certain amount of you, you, no snitching involved. You've got to really? you've got to have honor to your crew. Yeah. Um. I certainly I felt like it. Certainly I felt like it. But yeah. I I just feel like you like you don't I, I like. Even though I could, like, I don't gain anything from it, and I just cause someone to get in trouble, you know? But it's just the thing that they don't get to gain. You're a good-looking, sexy-looking sexy, sexy looking grade. Yeah. It's just that. You're not, like... 
you're not, I don't know, man, like you, you deserve the grade that you get if you put in the work, but you have to let the teacher know. I think that you should, hey, everybody, you should let the teacher know. If you have a bad guy <laughs> that doesn't do anything, even after you've asked them, yeah. you got, you got to snitch. I don't even like using that word. You got to snitch the bitch. <laughs> you got to snitch the bitch. That's it. Yeah, I've got, I've got a hard disagree on this one. I, I just Again, like... we have to. De this should be episode sixty nine or something where we debate <laughs> snitching versus not snitching. We always yeah, go no, back sixty seven. I just, episodes. I just kind of feel like, as I say, it's like your grade doesn't become any less if it's shared with someone else. If you get what I mean, right. and it's like uh, you just might as well because you know we're all out here struggling, kind of thing. I just think it's yeah. good karma. Okay. So I've okay, like so, yeah. always tried to, as much as possible, like be out here saying, you know. He did this. He did that. Even if he didn't, Just sound off. Sound off on the Reddit and on Twitter. Um, yeah. Are you team snitch or are you team bitch? Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I'm team snitch. So sorry, man. You got the short end of the stick right there. You're team I, bitch. How does that I'm feel? I'm proudly team bitch. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that moniker with pride if it means I'm not absolutely gassing on my homies. Man, it's like, but okay. To to get back to it. Um, it, this was high school. Uh -huh. I get that people don't want to snitch there, but if you're in uni, I think that there's a higher degree of scrutiny that people should be put onto a microscope for. If yeah. if I'm in a group project and I do nothing, right. I feel awful. Like yeah. I feel like I've just been a horrible dude because this is going to end up being your profession probably, potentially. Yeah. So that's when you should definitely say something. That's it. Yeah, that's all I. That's all I'm saying, man. That's all, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, so yeah, again, this was high school, but the next story that I have is actually my girlfriend's because okay. she she was in summer school and she was taking like one class during summer school, and right. she she was uh, she was with two girls and one dude, and they were doing uh, this project where they were interviewing kids about their caffeine intake because the caffeine intake here is incredibly high because we're all super depressed we're all we're, we're not getting that vitamin d we need that energy oh. is that uh, is that just northern hemisphere problems it's the same here like i read this statistic that like one in five people in the uk have like sunlight related vitamin d deficiencies it's yeah. it's crazy we just get no sunlight it's just so unremittingly bleak Thankfully, yeah, this week isn't, but it has been that way. And you're inside recording a podcast. Yeah, so I mean... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, it's, my uh, bones it's, will be dead, yeah. It's interesting data, for sure, uh, but they were supposed to write, like, a very long academic essay here. Sure. Um, the thing is, it landed all on Nanna and this other guy uh, because he interviewed the kids, the dude, and then Nanna wrote 80% of the essay. Right. Academic. So that's like, a, that's a lot of workload. Uh, and the other dude did the rest. So the other girls were just like really rude about it with, uh, you know, because they were on like Messenger on Facebook talking about it. And the communication, they there was just nothing. It was just like passive aggressiveness or just, just uh, no communication whatsoever. So wow. that was awful. Um, and one of them, so, so one of them copied a link to a website to their document <laughs> and the other one copied a text from one website. That's nothing. That's absolutely, that's less than nothing. <laughs> and 
then on the other hand, Nanda just like wrote five pages of text. Like, how is this fair? Okay. Anyway, the the teacher wanted them wanted them to uh, put in the end who did what in the project. This is classic, classic right. dilemma. Um, team Stitch uh, versus Team Bitch, right? Yeah, for sure. Then at that part, when they were going to be doing that, then the other chicks were really down to start helping out with the text. Right. And what you know what they wrote? Everyone was super happy about how it worked out, and we divided everything very equally and helped each other out. End quote. How toxic is that? That's like, no, it's not. You're rewriting history. I remember Nanna was like... <laughs> fighting back a little bit she was like um can we might maybe rephrase this they were like no nah, i don't think i don't think we do they were just like <laughs> the main the main bitches in the class that's right. it right. at the top of the food chain as it were and uh <laughs> she was appalled and i get it yeah this is like a text this is like a fucking movie right here this is like mean <laughs> girls level because they are mean girls yeah absolute you know drama jealousy feuds <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally get it. I mean, there were definitely, you know, folks in my class, guys in my class, girls in my class, all around, who would who, who you just knew if you got put in a group with them. Um, that that was actually, that was, like, the one and only time I've ever been sent to, like, my headmaster's office was, was oh. because of that kind of thing. It was, like, just after I'd finished the school play. So I I was I, w I did the crucible I was I was judged down forth so basically queen bitch himself um, <laughs> and uh, yeah uh, I it was like you know when you come off something like so emotionally intense it's very weird to come back and just do like normal life yeah. and so we go in in history class and I get put with one of those people in the group and and I'm she's just you know we've like asked to like write something she's just like yeah write whatever you want write write whatever you want i don't care i don't care and i was like <laughs> all right so i'm just going to i'm just going to go sit with my friends in that case and you know anyway she's like up in arms about this for some reason um and so yeah the teacher says oh you know you've got to go sit with her you've got to go sit with her and i'm just like no and she's just <laughs> like you know in that case do you want to leave and i'm like yeah so i do Oh my God, my drop, baby! <laughs> I get up, I get my bags. I've a moose. I'm, I'm like, I just was not about it. So yeah, yeah got a bit of a stern talking to after that. But you know what? I'm, I'm okay to stand up for, for principle. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was just about to say you got to stand up for your principles, man. Like you have, you have your, you have your priorities and like what you stand for, and you gotta not let people step on you unless yeah. that's your fetish. You know, then you know, then. <laughs> By all means. Yes. This small little group essay slash magnum opus will not be compromised. I I have truly been doing so many group projects and most of them have been going very, very, very well. So I have more good projects than bad ones, which yeah. is good. Yeah. You know, we, we all want to just belong in a group and yeah, you know, write about something, work on it together, share the load. That's good. Yeah. Well, and as I say, you know, at the end of the day, the the, the decision's got to be made whether you're on Team Snitch or Team Bitch, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to go to our next section. Let's do it. 
And we're back Woo! from break again. We're not it's dead. A- yes, I mean, thankfully, I guess. I mean, podcasting is known to be an incredibly fraught business filled with danger and peril. When the episode takes a break, I, I'm in stasis. I don't... I'm just in the darkness. I'm in between death and life. And then I'm back into consciousness. Yeah. You know, in the truest sense, when we're not podcasting, do we really even exist? Holy shit. (laughs) No, I really need to sit down. (laughs) So, Snorri, while you're processing that, what's got you caps locked in this week? What's got you hyped? What's, Um, What's got you going? You know what's got me really hyped is this song. I just realized that there is this band called Lorna Shore, and I will spare you the gritty details of of who they are. But it's like a deathcore band because I like to listen to my I like to listen to a little bit of a little metal. You know, I like I like it a little saucy. But the thing is about this one uh, is that the vocalist has some of the best sounding vocals I've ever heard that I'm, I'm actually flabbergasted when i watch it he does it perfectly live he sounds basically like smeagol on steroids it's <laughs> insane he just goes Eah! he goes like there's it's hard to it's hard to explain you have to check i have to show it to you man it's <laughs> it's not for you but yes. the vocals you have to go like man how yes. on earth does he do that so yeah that's uh that's been on my mind and <laughs> It's gotten me to a point where I my YouTube is just giving me it's recommending me a bunch of shorts for how to do this scream, how to do this. So I'm trying to learn how to do different uh, harsh vocals again. So that's really cool. I mean, we, we, we tried doing an episode like this a little bit a while ago. We're hoping to bring something similar, but we tried doing an episode where we were listening to each other's kinds of music. Um, and uh like i'm more of a rap hip-hop kind of guy and snorri's more of a metal guy and both of the vibe it's just so foreign to each other it's yeah it's so weird um you know as i said i have i have like one of my best friends he is into something called torture metal apparently is what he told he's into torture and pirate metal so it's just <laughs> it is it is yeah and he loves finnish music as well but finnish metal specifically so it's like yeah right. yeah like why are those saying, two what he says torture metal and yes. pirate metal i feel yes. like pirate metal is kind of playful and <laughs> torture metal is on the opposite side <laughs> i and this is the thing he is like the chillest nicest dude but it's like i don't understand why he just likes the sound of like pain screams over very loud guitar that's his jam and like he's like he's like sitting there just on the train doing this to that and i'm like you know what i don't understand it but i get that you do you man yeah Um, i get that you don't get it and also i get him uh because there's (laughs) just something about it listening to something that's like angry where you kind of let 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 loose of some steam you know there's something about it man it's like it's all about energy caps lock energy or otherwise hey speaking of that what's got you caps locked in man well, it, it's actually pretty exciting. On that note, we, uh, me and Snorri, we're, we're developing, um, we're going to uh, make some kind of playlist for you guys for the, the next next few months, maybe. Um, so we're excited to share that. I've been working on that a little bit. Um, but other than that, I've just been having a lot of fun in this sun. We've had like a week where it's like 15 Celsius and sunny. And it's just like, it's just perfect. Like I've been out... 
I've been playing basketball. I've just been chilling in the local park. Snorri is giving me a death stare right now. I'm um, so upset that you're <laughs> this happy, and I'm not. I want to be on the same page. Well, We're not even on the same book, man. <laughs> hey, man, you could always come out here. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that hard. Um, it's but, bound to happen. Yes, I mean, in fairness, if it makes you feel any better, it's apparently only due to last one week. So I'm trying to use it as much as possible. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, my bed literally collapsed under my weight the other week. And so <laughs> I wish I had a cool story for that, but it's just <laughs> that I'm fat. There's no... <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No, it was just, it was just, an, I am fat, but I'm kidding about that being the reason. Um, it, it, it was just an old bed. So we got a new one and I used it as an occasion to, to rearrange my room a little bit. Um, I've got a little reading nook now, which is cool. Like I get up and I can see like the rising sun. It's, it's, it's really nice. Actually, it's just pleasant. Just a bit of that interior deco, you know what I'm saying? If you don't read, do you read a lot or? I, this is the thing. I mean, we, this could be an episode in itself, the tragedy <laughs> of that. Like I used to read a lot. Like I used to be in chemistry class, just reading a book about like Italian history kind of thing. I used to love reading, but um, university, like I loved university, but I was like reading professional, like, like hardcore academic essays you know what I'm talking about? The driest and of the dry. The driest of the dry. And they were very interesting, but forever they cemented this mind that in my mind that if you're reading it's like it's work. It's not it's not just relaxing. Right. So it's like reading used to sort of relax me and calm me down, but now it's like it makes me think, oh, I've got some kind of essay due every time. Like I have right. some kind of stress dream every time. You need time to I work on your relationship with books. Yeah, I think so. I think we need to go to couples therapy, me and this book, for sure. <laughs> Why don't <laughs> you ever down. say anything, man? <laughs> it's just a Talk book. Talk about our problems, yeah. but It, um, it opens up, it starts talking. <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, why do you ask? Uh, I just I just ask because if you're, if you're not reading, then it's just a nook. Yeah, it's just, to be fair, it's like... I get books these days because they're, like, aspirational. Like, I wish I were the kind of person who would read this book. You know what I mean? Uh, and, like, gotcha. when people go, he's like, ah, oh, he's that guy. He's that guy who would read a book about modern Egyptian politics. Like, ooh, that's <laughs> a guy I would want to know. But, in fact, that's just sat on my bookshelf unread. And, you know, every, every now and then I'll go, oh, I should read that. And they never do. So... <laughs> Honestly, put me in a Shakespearean tragedy, because if that isn't sad, I don't know what is. <laughs> well, I hope you uh, pick up a nice book and uh, read it in your book nook, reading nook. <laughs> I've never heard this before, but I'm happy you have it. I'll give you a comprehensive tour after we finish filming. Um, and, and with that, I think we'll close it off here. This has been a great podcast, you guys. I, I hope you've been enjoyed fun. listening. It's been um, a lot of fun. We'll catch you next week. Hopefully, you can um, come engage with us on on the socials. It's time yeah. for those, those plugs. We're going to do that right now. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Plugs. Okay. You can find Elliot on Elwald in Elysium on Twitter at Elwald in Elysium and uh, Elwald in Elysium on Instagram as well. Yeah. And my man Snorri over here. You can find him at 
Gentleman the 13th on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. Now, that's gentleman spelt with a DJ. So you could call it D gentleman, but please don't. He gets offended. So we're still, okay, we're still doing a preface of my. <laughs> you Damn know it. what? You made that promise. I never did. It's confusing as hell, and you know it. It really um, is. <laughs> you can follow the podcast um, on Twitter uh, at uh, Caps Lock Energy, on Instagram at Caps Lock Energy Pod. And you can join our Reddit community at r slash pod. You could yeah. follow, us, follow us on LinkedIn, but I'd rather you didn't. I tried to create a page and it was very unsuccessful. So. That's the opposite of a plug. That's... Yeah, that, that's, that's an active warning. Do not look at our LinkedIn page. It is a graveyard of broken dreams. Elliot, this is definitely going to work. This is definitely <laughs> going to work. We, we are going to get an active Caps Lock Energy Pod LinkedIn community just just despite me, I think. Oh my god! Well, it's <laughs> it's been a it's been a lot of fun, guys. Uh, snitch the bitches. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. All saying. This is Elliot and Snorri signing off. Bye, everybody. This was a production by Elliot Settle and Snorri Freya.